birthday with Tamika. Thank you guys so much for joining us for yet another episode of Tuesday with Tamika, where I have another really, really powerful, motivating interview that I wanted to share with you. And I know that it's going to be good because I have never faced this much technical difficulties. But here on Tuesday with Tamika, you know that we are transparent and you know that we push through all of those trials. In fact, this podcast is built on four cornerstones. The first one is we lift as we climb. We turn our trials into treasures. We live a life to inspire and not impress. And we allow God to fully restore us. I want to share a quick story with you. And then we are going to jump into this very, very powerful interview with this amazing guest that I have. As you all know, me and my family have moved locations. We have packed up our house and we moved into a brand new home, a beautiful five bedroom. And as I was doing the change of address form and and changing all the things with all the government agencies and different things, I went back to our old home to check the mail. And when I went there, there was nothing there for me or my family. And God began to remind me to stop going to old places, looking for something new. Many times in life, we are looking for a new job, a new relationship, something new, something literally built from the ground up and built with God's hands. But the problem is we keep looking back. So I want to encourage you, if you're taking notes, go ahead and start writing this down. First faith action step is to no longer look back into places that you no longer live. You've moved from that location. You've moved from that job. You've moved from that relationship. So those, there's no point in looking back. I want to invite my powerful, amazing, motivational guest to join this conversation. Hey, Rob, you have a minute? Hey sis, hey, sis, you got a minute? 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 Absolutely. Hey, Tamika, thank you so much for having me. When I was reading about your podcast about restoration, about the power of God in our lives, I thought this is an amazing work that you're doing, and it's a privilege for me to be part of it. Um, let me kind of give you my backstory. When I was 21 years old, I had a spinal cord injury. I was body surfing and the wave was carrying me in. And instead of it carrying me forward, it pushed me down. I hit my head on the bottom and it broke my neck. So I'm paralyzed from the chest down with limited use of my arms and hands. But what I have learned since then about life, what I have learned about success and what I've been able to accomplish since then, I, I hope are all pieces that can be helpful to your listeners and moving on with their lives and being able to, to take the things that happen to us that can be viewed as negative and turn them into a positive. Wow, Rob, you are definitely a friend of the podcast and you are already talking really, really good. So Rob, as, as I was talking about looking back, I can only imagine at 21, you know, that's really where our life begins, especially here in America, in the Western part of the world, where 21 is like a rite of passage. That's where we begin our adult life, quote unquote. I could imagine, and I could be wrong, and I would like for you to just kind of share, did you have any of those look back moments where you thought, 
why did this happen to me? What my life should look like? What's going on here? And, and why did this like horrible accident happen? You know, it's funny. I, in the, in the beginning, I used to talk about my accident and I've actually changed my vocabulary. I now talk about my injury because I feel like nothing happens on by accident. Mm. And so let me just say this. Um, I didn't have those why me moments. And part of it is because I feel like God actually prepared me for this. When I was 15 years old, I was reading a book about a guy who had a heart condition. He ended up in a wheelchair and I was praying. And I said to God, like, I want to be useful to you. This guy was in a wheelchair. He was doing work for God. And I thought if, and I said, like, if that's where you need me to be, I'm open to that. And I don't feel like my injury was God saying like, aha, I got you. You said you would do this. And now I'm going to take you up on what you said. I feel mm -hmm. very much the other way around that at 15 years old, God was opening my heart and preparing me to say, okay, this is coming in the future. And I want you to, to at least be prepared and understand that just because you're in a wheelchair doesn't mean you can't be useful in, in the work of God. Wow. Oh, man. Rob, at 15, like how insightful that you were reading, first of all, such a powerful book. And second of all, to be able to have that prayer that like use me in whatever state. You know, it's interesting this morning in my devotion, I was reading about um, David. And one of the things is he initially when he fought Goliath, they tried to put the armor on him but he took it off and he used what's, what was in his hand, which was just those stones and that slingshot. It sounds like that's what you're doing in your life right now, Rob. You are using, literally using what God has given you. This, this injury, not an accident, this yeah. injury, you are using it for God's glory. Tell us a little bit more about that. Yeah, so, so let me tell you a story, okay? My dad is a pastor and he was really struggling with this during the course of you know my rehabilitation. He was like, okay, here's my kid. He's learning how to do all of these things. He's got all of these abilities. And now this happens. What is going on? And he came up with a story that he called the master builder. And the idea was there's a master builder with a construction project. He's got all kinds of people working on the project one of which happens to be a young man with a toolbox that is just brimming with all of the latest and greatest tools. And one day that young man shows up for work and a bunch of the, the tools are missing. So he goes to the master builder to say, there's been a theft. Somebody stole a bunch of my tools. And the master builder says, no, nobody stole your tools. I took out those tools on purpose. And the young man would say, well, why would you do that to me? And he said, here is why, because all of those tools, you were not going to be able to master them. What I did was I selected the tools that I need you to master in order to do the work that I need you to do. And besides that, I have places for you to go in this construction project that you would not be able to reach with a heavy toolbox like what you had. Mm -hmm. I have equipped you uniquely to do what I have for you in the places that I am going to send you. And that story really framed the context of my understanding to say, it's not about what I don't have. And I think that you 
it fits in with your story. It's not about looking back to say, what about all the things that I used to be able to do? What about all of the things of what I, what I used to be? It's, a, it's really the concept of where am I now and how do I use what I have for the glory of God? Oh, that is a good story. So often when God, because I do believe, you know, yes, God multiplies. Yes, he always adds. He is a very good multiplier, but sometimes he takes things away from us just to let us know that I don't, I don't, and, and maybe it's not even him taking it away, but him, him saying like, you don't need that. And I'm going to use what you have in that toolbox to be just as good, just even more than what you could even imagine. That was a really, really good story. And I can imagine as a pastor's son growing up and hearing, you know, messages about people that God used for his glory, people like Job and people like, um, you know, Esther and Ruth that had to go through really hard things. And, or even David, like we love the David and Goliath story, but we forget all those other stories of what he had to go through to be the king. How have you used what God has given you? And even maybe the things that perception will tell us were taken away to really continue to build kingdom. So what I came to understand is that God actually can bless us in our most difficult times. And here's what I mean. You go back to the story of Jacob, and you remember Jacob wrestled with the angel. And he says, I won't let you go until you bless me. Mm-hmm. And what does he end up with out of that? He ends up with a limp as a result mm-hmm. of that experience. And now Jacob, the man who always was able to figure things out on his own and to trick people and to do things his way, he no longer has that personal strength and personal power. He now has to, he's got a walking stick. He's got a cane. He's no longer the powerful man he used to be. But when you get to Hebrews 13 and you're looking at the, uh, you're looking at the roster of faith, right? The hall Mm -hmm. of fame of faith. Mm -hmm. And what's he doing there? It says that as he's dying, he worships leaning on his staff. And so now Mm. the man that was operating on his own power is worshiping. And how's he doing? He's, he's actually leaning on that reminder of, I had personal dealings with God and it changed my life and it made me a worshiper. That's kind of what I look at in my life. And listen, here's what's really cool to me about God. God takes the darkest circumstances and says, Satan, I will not let you win. I will get glory out of even the worst things that can happen. And I think the prime example of that is the cross, right? Mm -hmm. Where what is it? The cross is Satan's ultimate victory. Mm -hmm. Satan says, I killed the son of God. He is dead. It's over. I win. And God says, not so fast because I'm going to take your victory and I'm going to turn it in to the greatest blessing that the world has ever seen. Mm. Yes, yes, yes. You know, I never really, I I love how, I I just love this platform where we're able to freely discuss God and the things of God. And I never realized that in the hall of faith that Jacob was leaning on what appeared to be the thing that um, was like his, his, um, what's the word I'm looking for? 
like a deficiency, right? It, to yeah. the naked eye, to the human eye, it looked like it was a deficiency. But sometimes that's what we need to lean on. And, and do you think that God does this to keep us humble? Or wh- why do you think that people, a lot of the folks that listen to the podcast, they have ailments, right? Whether they be um, inner healing things that need to take place or even physical ailments. Why do you think God allows these things to happen for us? I caught when you said that, not to us, but for us. (laughs) Yeah, well, okay. So you look at the apostle Paul, right? He talks about how uh, he had a thorn in the flesh, a messenger of Satan that was there. and. I grew up in, you know, King James version of the Bible, like messenger of Satan that was there to buffet him. Okay. And uh, what, what he says is that he prayed to the Lord three times that he would remove it. And the Lord says, no, but he says, my grace is sufficient for you for my mm-hmm. strength is made perfect in weakness. Yes. And, and this is one of the things my dad, one of his friends said, you know, it would be a miracle if God was able to heal Rob's spinal cord injury, but it may be a greater miracle if Rob is able to live for God from a wheelchair. And I think that's really what it is. When you look at the worst circumstances that are out there, if we can bring glory to God, even in the face of adversity, in the face of illness, in the face of personal tragedy and whatever it is that we're going through and it's those dark times and we have joy and we have fellowship and we have communion and we have, we have the spirit of God within us mm-hmm. that is shining forth, right? We are a city. We're a city on a hill. We are to let our light shine. And think about this. When Jesus talks to his disciples and says, you are a city on a hill, what? He says, let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and Glorify your father, which is in heaven. Yeah. That's the purpose of it. As we are in the darkness, as we go through those circumstances, we have a hope that other people don't. People mm. that don't know the Lord don't have that hope. And as a result, they, when they look at us and they say, you should be depressed, you should be down. How, do, how can you smile when this is happening? How can you have joy? It's because we have the spirit of God in us and we have joy that comes not from our circumstances, but from our creator. Yes, yes. I love, you know, I am a a King James version girl myself. (laughs) These days I find it a little easier to digest other versions, but I learned from the King James and, you know, it says his grace is sufficient. And it's, you know, there's so many great scriptures that talk about for this, this suffering for this present time. Mm -hmm. And Folks like me and you, Rob, that have gone literally through hell and back, but yet your your smile, yet your continence, yet your your um your life is a true representation of who God is and what He can do when we yield ourselves and we surrender. So I just want to encourage the TWT family that's listening. Yes, the trials will come. Yes, the the hardships and the ups and the downs, those things will come. But yet, if we lean on God and if we lean on his promises, which they are yes and amen, we can truly be used for his glory. So Rob, I, I definitely want to take a moment 
to just share all the great things that you are doing. I, you are doing more than folks that have both legs and have full capacity of their body. You are really out here doing some kingdom work. So I would love for you to be my community spotlight. Tell us more about you and how the TWT family can be in contact with you. Sure. Uh, let me just, let me just make one quick comment before Absolutely. I do that. Uh, and my injury has actually changed the way that I pray mm. because I used to pray for God to fix everyone's problems. You know, this one has cancer and cure them from that. This one has a broken, you know, whatever is going on, always please God fix our problems. And what I have changed is I now pray, God, reveal yourself to the person going through this experience in a way that they never would have seen you before. Wow. And, and if we come out of our experiences knowing God better than we did before, it's all worth it, even if, it, even if we don't get fixed. Mm. So I think that's, that's been very powerful for me. And I think that all of us, if we look at that, we say, God, whatever it is that I'm going through, help me to learn about you. You know, in Hebrews, we have, uh, we, we have not a high priest that cannot be touched with the yeah. feelings of our limitations, but was in all points tested like we are. He has gone through this too. And uh, when Paul talks about it, right, that I may know him, the power of his resurrection, I'm all about the power of his resurrection. Mm -hmm. um, but he says the fellowship of his sufferings mm. being made conformable to his death. If we, when we suffer, we have fellowship with him because he has suffered as well. He knows what we're going through. Mm. And so, uh, yeah, I promised that was going to be a short comment. It was a little bit longer than I intended, but you, you get the point that I, this is, this is what our opportunity is. We have a choice in our, in our circumstances. We either turn to God or turn from God. And when we turn to, he does amazing things. So I, I'll just, tell you real quick um i after the injury a few years later i got married i finished school i became a dad i am the proud father of 21 year old triplets they are wow. <laughs> yeah i've got a boy and two girls i have become a speaker i speak in churches across the country i speak at my professional speaking I talk to medical professionals about quality healthcare and how to improve it. And mm -hmm. I also have a broader message of about resilience, about dealing with adversity and overcoming that. And just recently I started a podcast of my own and my podcast is called perspectives on healthcare, where I talk to medical professionals and patients about quality healthcare and how to improve it. And here is one of the more fun things that came out of that. I actually had a patient interview marathon where I started, it was about a year ago. I started at 7.30 in the morning on a Friday and I interviewed people every 15 minutes all the way through until 9.15 on Saturday night. Wow. And yeah. Uh, 37 hours, 44 minutes, 17 seconds. And I know that because it is in the Guinness world record. And uh, it just was officially recognized at earlier this year. So I'm out there 
setting a Guinness world record even. And it's a reminder to me, right? We, I'll go back to that toolbox analogy. I can talk and I can listen and I know a little bit about technology and mm. I'm able to take those three things and to do amazing stuff with it by the power of God. Oh, Rob, 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 listen, you have truly inspired me. Those of you guys, there's so many people that are listening to the podcast today that I know you will be intrigued by what Rob is doing on his podcast, or maybe you need a speaker. Maybe you are a education professional that you need someone to come out to your school and just remind the kids that you can literally do anything you put your mind to. As long as we have an active mind, we have the ability to inspire, to share, to make change in this world. I want you guys to get in contact with Rob. All of his information will be in the show note, his email, his social media handles, how to get in contact with him, his website, all of those great things will be in the show note. So make sure that you get in contact. Rob, this has been an amazing, amazing episode. I want to ask you a question, and I know that you are going to bring some good, good insight. One of the questions that we ask everyone on the podcast is what does living a life to inspire and not impress mean to you? You know, it's really funny. I have run away from the word inspirational for such a long time <laughs> uh, because I, I don't find myself inspirational. Uh, mm. Like all I do is uh, get up in the morning and I live my life. And mm. I, don't, I don't do that, as you said, to impress anybody. Mm-hmm. I, I don't particularly do it to inspire anybody, but, but every time I go out and I speak afterwards, someone comes to me and says, that was so inspirational. So I, I've, come <laughs> to, I've come to finally accept it and say, well, I guess I must be an inspiration in some ways. But what it means to me is that you live your life to the best of your ability, given what you have, and that you you work on your relationship with God and allow his spirit to move through you. And as that happens, it's going to a bring glory to God in the world and B it's going to fill you with joy. It's going to fill you with the fruit of the spirit, right? That's what Mm -hmm. it's going to be. So to me, um, as much as I don't want to be viewed as an inspiration, it's, it's a reminder. We've all got, we've all got issues. We've all got limitations. It's about, relying on the spirit of God and the power of God to do something amazing with that. Yes. And amen. And what I heard just um, out of everything that you just said is just get up and continue to live. TWT family, we know that our world can be viewed as bad or indifferent. And, you know, if you are a person that listens to the news, they're telling us all the things that things are, you know, we're in a recession and yada, yada, and this and this, and there's all this fear. But if you choose every day to get up and live, imagine what you can do, not only for yourselves, but for others, because truly that is what we were put on this planet to do is to build the kingdom of God. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Rob, so much for joining me for another episode. Oh, please tell the TWT family how to get in contact with you. Easiest way, yourmotivationalspeaker.com. Yourmotivationalspeaker.com. That will be in the show notes. So make sure, make sure you go and check out Rob there. 
TWT family, remember to lift as you climb, turn your trials into treasures, live a life to inspire and not impress and allow God to fully restore you. As a reminder, we are hosting our two-day virtual event, Healing the Mother Wound. Many folks keep looking back. Many folks are not living that life that God has desired them to live because they have not healed that mother wound. Make sure you go to Tuesday with Tamika backslash mother wound and register for the free virtual event today. Until next week, bye-bye.